The McChicken is simply simple. No bells or whistles. Just a crispy chicken patty and fresh lettuce smothered in creamy McChicken sauce. Hey, we said no bells and whistles. Order now on the MyMacca's app. Available after 10.30am. Yes, good morning. This is Giddy Up with Gareth Hall on this Friday. It is the 6th of October. Time is flying. It's Turnbull Stakes Day to Murray Hill Stakes Day up there in Rose Hill. As always on a Friday, it's a busy show. A lot to fit in in the next hour and a half. We'll catch up with Dean Evans shortly from Winning Edge Investments. Nick Ashman will join us. Chris Nelson will go through his best at Doombin tomorrow. Benny said with Caulfield. Um, we'll also have a chat to Dean Watling regarding that Randwick meeting. And Mitchie Lewis will preview Morfordville. Um, Belmont preview. In fact, it's a Kalgoorlie preview there with Riley Morgan. We'll look at some of the feature harness racing events, including tomorrow night there at uh, Tabcourt Park, Melton, where we've got a terrific program there with the heats of the Derby and the Oaks and also the Smoking Up Sprint, which sees the return of Catch a Wave. And the Million Dollar Chase semifinals are on, so we'll have a chat to Simon Orchard as well. So strap yourself in. It will be a busy hour and a half. Plus, we'll find you a winner today across the three codes with the Giddy Up's bag of tips. Today's wagering update brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. From Winning Edge Investments, which you can start betting like a professional, chances are you're about to lose. Dean Evans joins us on this Friday morning. G'day, Dino. G'day, Gareth. How are you going? I am very well, mate. Um, looking forward to the Turnbull Stakes, first of all, and... The market interests me with Bet365 because you've got this superstar Hong Kong galloper who has to carry 59 kilos with this race being set weights and penalties, which makes it interesting for for Romantic Warrior tomorrow because only the really good horses can get the job done with that weight. But I think he's exceptional and he's hovering around the $2 quote now. Gold trip, the rain around for him's helped him and he's firmed in nearly... Half his quote since Wednesday's into eleven dollars with Bet three six five. Francesca Guardi at nineteen. West Wind blows at eight dollars. The European Galloper for Simon and Ed Crisford. Ozapenko seven dollars. Solcomate fifty. Then right you are nineteen dollars. And then big prices for the rest. Goldman's at fifty to one, but he is still an emergency in that field. Um, how do you read this year's Turnbull Stakes, mate? Yeah, look, it's it's always a great race. The horses on that Cups and, and Cox Plate path, and it's that sort of fork in the road for them to decide where they want to go. Uh, for some great winners for the last 12 years, Winks, very elegant, incentivized, Hartnell, uh, Green Moon. So, you know, it's, it's a good horse's race. Um, it's an interesting race to profile. There's a few things that sort of stand out the last 12 years. 11 of the winners have been either third up or fourth up. Um, so, you know, they struggle to win to the first or second up. All 12 of the winners have come off either a two-week or a three-week break. Interestingly, all 12 runners are drawn inside barrier nine, so, so nothing that's drawn in double figures has been able to, to win this race. Um, seven six-year-olds over 12 years, and then a couple of four-year-olds and five-year-olds. Uh, nothing's won above 57.5 kgs, um, and, and Chris Wally's won five of the last eight and then won second another four times, so this is certainly his race. Uh, it looks to be an average sort of speed. I think Goldman should lead pretty easily, but you sort of got Bankmore, right you are, um, Uncle Bryn, and then and then the two internationals, West Wind Blows and Romantic Warrior, will be sort of on pace there. Um, you know, the race really sort of 
starts with Romantic Warrior, obviously the Hong Kong superstar, 10 wins and 14 starts. J-Max wouldn't have three times. He won every time. Um, you know, on ability and ratings, he would win this. But I think I think there's really a few queries on the horse. He's, you know, there's definitely been a few rumblings that I've heard from a, a few insiders about just how well the horse has travelled, you know, how he's sort of settled in, eaten since he's arrived. Um, and it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, where he's sort of at in the yard. Uh, he carries 59 KGs. No horse has won this race the past 12 years above 57 and a half. And he's also drawn out in 11. And then not, nothing in the last 12 years has won uh, with a double-figure barrier. So he's got a few few question marks. Obviously, the Cox place is the, um, is the target. And I just sort of have a feeling like this horse might be might be under for his first run, particularly when there's been, you know, just little rumblings around how, how well he's travelled. Um, you know, I think the two that rate really well, Ossipenko, he just he got home, finished really strong with the fifth in the wink stakes, hit the line well again in the Memsey and the eighth quickest last 600 of the day. He was good in the Maccabi Diva, which is the, you know, it's the strongest Australian form for this. Again, he was hitting the line really well, one third with the best late sectionals. I think this is the race, you know, that he's been set for. Ossipenko fourth up. Um, he's drawn perfectly, he maps well. He looks a really strong chance. And then, you know, Westwind blows. Um, 12 starts with five wins and five placings as an import. Uh, you know, one over two, 2,000 metres long champ by a couple of lengths. He ran second with Ascot to pile drive. He beat Hope Changing of the Guard and the Melbourne Cup favourite from last year, Dover Legend. He ran third in the Coral Eclipse, which is, you know, one of the biggest races uh, by a long way to Paddington. He beat home Dubai Honour, who, uh, you know, obviously tailed up Animo and the rest of them over here last year. Um, you know, he, he, he's just a, a class, class animal as well. Um, and uh, and the reports have been pretty good in terms of how well he's travelled over. Um, so you know he looks a really strong chance. I think the other the other horse had a bit of odds. He ticks absolutely every historical box. Is Francesco Gardi. He's third up off a 21 day break. A six year old. He's drawn single digits. He's under 57 and a half. He's trained by Chris Waller. He was only three and a half lengths off them in the Matadi Diva last start. Um, and obviously the step up to 2,000 metres is going to suit him and. Uh, you know, he's got Damien Laid on board, and I think um, I think he's a smoky at sort of twenty to one as well. But um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at bending around Romantic Warrior uh, in this race, and looking at sort of Ossipenko, West Wind Blows, and, and maybe Francesco Gardi at a price. So no Sulcum. Uh, Sulcum, I I have as as next pick. I think he's yep. been excellent both both as runs as prep. Um, you know, he's being set for the cups. He's going to get a fair way back. Uh, so whether um, you know, it's just not it's quite sort of a target race for him, um, and I think he'll just be getting back and really rattling home. But I do have him. Um, I do have him as sort of a fourth pick, and, and I'll probably be having something, you know, at least as a saver on him because he can definitely well. Yeah, win. the key I think Solcom is that he's been missing the kick, so it doesn't matter where he draws, he's mm-hmm. been out the back. So there's not too much space yeah. on paper anyway in this Turnbull Stakes. So he was out the back. It doesn't matter how quick he runs home. It's it's basically mission impossible and. This romantic warrior, listening to you, he should be 100 to 1. Um, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because I heard Cam Luke talk about this on SEN track, on um, track side in the afternoon. If he does win on Saturday with the weight that he has to carry first up, and we know that he's a better horse second up, what price What price he starts? $1.80, doesn't he, in a Cox Plate if he wins tomorrow? Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty rare that we get horses you know, having that sort of price on the Cox Plate apart from Winks. But um, yeah, if he puts them away tomorrow, it's gonna be uh, it's it's gonna be hard to see what you could back to be in the Cox Plate. And in fact, you'll probably find a lot of horses might even get scared off 
Um, and certainly horses that, that, are, that are trying to weigh up where to run the four-year-olds, like Amelia's Jewel, then might, might just decide to go to the, uh, the Golden Eagle instead. But, um, uh, yeah, this is, this is a test race. And I just think, um, you know, if I'd heard that he travelled well and, um, you know, might be a bit different, he's, he's already got quite a few historical sort of negatives in this race to, to overcome, trying to do it first up with 59 and the wide gate. But, um, but he's obviously a class horse. It's just... Uh, you know, you want everything going right when you're international yeah. and just, um, you know, the, the feeding and the, and the different little things that I've sort of been hearing about. It's just, um, you know, it's hard to take $2.20 about a horse when you're hearing that kind of stuff. It's the great it's the great game because of the the, the situation with the rumours. Geez, he hasn't travelled well. He hasn't eaten up. And Danny Shum didn't help the cause when he we were on, I think it was um, Hutchie's Honkers and mentioning about the, the feed issue, that he couldn't get the feed from America to Australia and he'd been... Mm. struggling to struggling to get him to wait. But then I did a little bit more of some um, investigative work regarding Danny Shulman. They tell me he's one of the most fussiest trainers that make sure that he, he definitely dots the I's and crosses the T's and he's a perfectionist. So um, mm. he's traveled horses before and said something similar, even when he was foreman for some of the big stables, I think in Hong Kong, and they've just jumped out of the ground and won. Um, whether yeah. uh, when he's travelled overseas with horses before, so it's just one of those situations in this great game is that I don't think anyone knows until we see the race tomorrow afternoon. Unfortunately, so whether you want to be brave enough to back in his ability and and take that two dollars, um, and I think tactics will play a major part. Looking at his races in Hong Kong, I think his biggest asset is his gate speed. So with a lack of speed really on paper, I think Macca. J Mac will put the push the button early and try and land in a, a a positive spot early, and then um, we'll see his class in the concluding stages. Oh, definitely. I think you know he maps he maps well, and Goldman pushes forward, and then maybe Bank and, and Right You Are, um, Uncle Bryn might sort of push up on the inside. I, I, I think J Mac will probably be able to get him into a one-one pretty comfortably. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, um, you know, as long as he doesn't get caught sort of three wide, and, and, and there is a bit of risk of that. Um, and you've got West Wind Blowers, who, who's sort of probably going to push forward as well. So, uh, you know, J Mac's main aim is definitely going to be just to, to get the horse some cover and, and, and not get caught sort of three deep. Um, but not a ton of speed, so he should be able to posse up somewhere there. Now, let's have a look at the Hill Stakes, which is race seven at Rose Hill. Numerian's at $19. Sayrec at $9. Young Verta comes to Sydney for Danny O'Brien at $17. Then we go to Protagonist at $7.50. Huya Mel's had good support. Third up this preparation and gets to a suitable distance, you would imagine, at $4.60. Hosey is $16. Montefilia. Nash jumps aboard at $4, hinged at $11, and then we go down to five. Burnsies, Gary Portelli gave her a really good push there yesterday when I had a chat to him on Giddy Up Stable Mail, and then he's a shocker at $17. Who wins the Hill Stakes this year, Dino? Yeah, look, there's a, there's a fair bit of speed here. Um, my database has been going pretty quickly with the likes of sort of Hosier, uh, Hensright push-up, uh, Numerian as well. You've got sort of young Werther. Um, moving forward as well, I think the horse that seems to map really perfectly just behind them is is Zay Rack. I've been uh, you know watching him really closely this prep. Uh, he was a good fourth first up in the in the tramway. Um, he had really good sort of late late sectionals there. It was plus seven point one for the last six hundred, and then again in the seven stakes behind sort of think it over and Zaki. 
Um, you know, he, he, was, he was really sort of solid again, plus 8.2 for the last 600. So I think he's tracking along really well. I think, you know, Tommy Berry coming aboard is a really, really positive pointer. Um, and, and this is the horse that, that always just seems to um, excel sort of at his, at his sort of third up run. Um, you know, in the last couple of preps, he won the, won the Neville Selwood third up uh, last prep, and that was sort of his best run um, from a ratings perspective of the prep. Uh, and you can just see that he's been geared up 1,400 a mile to really peak for this race um, over the 1,900. You know, I think it's sort of the, the $9 available. He looks a really, really good bet. Uh, you know, Montefiore is a horse that, you know, I've been, I've been close to all prep. I, I thought she was just a bit disappointing in the Kingston town um, on face value, but then, of course, considering what Just Fine um, has been doing um, and that, you know, crazy sort of hot speed, 14 lengths, uh, quicker than than par for the first sectional. Um, you know, the, the profile of race might just not have suited her. And obviously, this again, her fourth up here, two million dollar race has been the target for for Chris Waller, and, and he certainly knows how to target a, a horse for the right race. So um, I have to give Montefiore sort of one more one more chance here, and, and what's clearly her her sort of grand final race, I think, for the prep. But I, I quite like they reckon, um, and then Montefiore is, is a two to beat here. It's going to be a great day's racing, and it's only the start because next week we we, we might need two hours, Dino, with the races that will be on <laughs> offer next week. We'll have Everest Day with the Everest and the King Charles to highlight the programs there, even the Kosciuszko. And then at Caulfield, you'll be a little bit nervous. King Colorado will be representing Winning Edge Investments in the Group 1 Caulfield Guineas, taking on Militarise and Step Party. We've got the Might and Power, the Turak. We still don't know where... Amelia's jewel is going, so can't wait for next Friday, mate. Already, yeah, what a day! What a day it's going to be. That's a, an absolutely massive, massive race day um, in both states, and, and and you know most of the most of the top horses um, are going to be running um, in, in something in a, in, on that day. So yeah, really looking forward to that. And, and King Colorado sort of settled in all right in, in Melbourne and. We're hearing some positive sort of uh, words from the mass tables here. We're getting excited, and um, and I'll be there on Saturday. Just keep a lid on it, mate. Just keep a lid on it. I'm still got track work <laughs> on Tuesday. Thanks for that, Dean. Thanks, Justin. Yeah, Good to you. He's a great man, Dean Evans. WinningEdgeInvestments.com. Tips and ratings from professional punters throughout the spring racing carnival. Chances are you're about to lose. If you want to back a winner this this weekend, head to Winning Edge Investments. Sign up as a new member. You type in SEN and you get a 50% discount, lifetime discount, if you put in SEN. So that's terrific value there with the successful Winning Edge investment team. Let's take a quick break. It's 9.18. This is Giddy Up on a Friday. After the break, we'll catch up with Nick Ashman to go through some of the other feature races as well on a Saturday. And, of course, we'll concentrate at Flemington and also at Rose Hill.